When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Welcome to a mid-season edition of the Original Eleven, the official podcast of Princeton Football. On today's show, we will have Stephen Carlson, the senior wide receiver who's quickly making his way uh, into the Princeton record book, already top three in, in career touchdown catches. And by the time this season's done, uh, who knows where he could be in, in some of the other big career categories. But yeah, we touch on that and plenty more uh, in in our conversation. Uh, no Cody Cruchel today, a little under the weather, so thought we would just take a quick look at, at a couple of midseason thoughts uh, before we get to the interview with Steve. And look, obviously, you couldn't ask for a whole lot more out of the first five weeks of the season. Five and zero record, top ten nationally in both offense and defense. You know, there's there's plenty of reason to be excited, and and you know, there's there's uh, there's no reason not to. But on the same token, margin of victory over the first five weeks really does nothing <laughs> for the next five weeks. And and if you go back to a year ago, around this time, you know, maybe one week week later, you know, Princeton comes off the the big win at Harvard, you know, and feels like they're in a great position to make a run at the Ivy League and. Obviously, there were other factors last year, but nobody expected Cornell to do what it did and, and, and for November to 
you know, proceed as it did. So I think it's uh, it's fair to pump the brakes on any historical comparisons for this team right now. And, and that's something that, that Steve even talks about. Um, Princeton's midway through the season. They're 2-0 and in the Ivy League. They have five, the majority, the high majority of their Ivy League games still to play. And if you look at the remainder of the schedule, you know, their two road games are at Harvard and Yale, two of the, you know, traditional powers in the league, a Yale team that is coming off an Ivy League title and, and Harvard, who you know, um, coming off a last second win last weekend. Uh, and, and, you know, after what happened last year up in Boston uh, on national TV, that they've certainly pencil uh, circled this date on on their calendar. And then, you know, Cornell came into Princeton last year, won that game. Season finale is, is, is a pen game that you know will be big for both teams. And then obviously that November 3rd date against Dartmouth, who knows what the records will be at that time. But there's four undefeated teams in the country uh, in at the FCS level right now, and Princeton and Dartmouth are two of them. So, you know, it's I think it's just good to be excited right now about the rest of the season. That That's the the thing to take um but there are some tough tests coming up and and i think you know the thing that i've been most impressed with with this team is that they really haven't kind of bought into the hype at any point i mean there was hype after game one you know a butler team that had you know the big win over youngstown state earlier and seemed like you know maybe they're a team that's about to break into the top 25 and you know princeton you know took it to them in that game, which has been a challenge for them in season openers, you know, over the past couple of decades, and it's just constantly built from there and never really looked back, always looked ahead. And I think that's what's been most impressive, uh, you know, among a number of other impressive things, obviously, performances, the likes of John Lovett and, and Jesper Horstead and Steve Carlson and the entire defense. Uh, you know, up until this week, there really hadn't been maybe quite as big a standout performance uh, you know tj floyd maybe against columbia uh, mark Fassati this past week with 12 tackles earns ivy league defensive player of the week honors so congratulations to him after making his comeback from injury last year but certainly i think there is it's a great time to be a, a princeton football fan and there's a lot to be excited about over the next five weeks but i think the uh the run of not playing competitive fourth quarters you're going to see that change uh you know maybe starting this weekend but but certainly over the next five weeks there are going to be some tight finishes there always are you even look at at the teams that won ivy titles even at seven and oh or six and one you know they had to scrape out a few wins you know you always do it 2013 you remember that princeton team that had a triple overtime win over harvard you know, in that, I mean, it's going to happen once, twice, three times. Who knows? Uh, you, you have to be ready. You have to be excited about to see what this team can accomplish in those tight spots. Um, and it's just some great rivalries coming up. All five games are going to be available on ESPN Plus, uh, on TuneIn, and, and certainly the excitement, the anticipation of some of these games, especially starting Saturday. Because anytime it's Princeton Harvard, you know, you know that's a big one. But um, look, it's 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 fun to be excited right now. It, it's it's been a great start. 
you can look at seven, eight, nine different players and be talk about first team all Ivy, if not, you know, potential all America, you know, candidacy this year. But uh there's a long way to go and, and uh I think the, uh, the 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 team philosophy is the one to take, which is basically just worry about what's today, worry about who's coming up next on the schedule, and and don't don't get distracted by anything else. Um, it's it's a it's a fun ride to be on, though for sure. A team that scores a lot of points and doesn't give up a lot of points. It's a it's definitely a recipe for success. How they implement that over the next five weeks, uh, it's going to tell a lot because. You know, this is a team that has at least for for the for the first five weeks put together something special. Uh, it'll be fun to see if they can keep that going. All right, one of the people that has played a major role in in, in putting this in keeping this going has been Steve Carlson, the senior wide receiver from Jamestown, New York. Funny, you know, Steve Carlson was just one of the guys that Bob Sarace before the 2017 season said, you know, keep an eye on. This is somebody that that is going to play a part. He's going to play a role. You know, he was pretty high on him. You know, you, you, you still need to see it sometimes. And it didn't take long for us to see it. It was game one of 2017. He caught three touchdowns. And then uh, he's just been a machine ever since. Going up high on those fades in the end zone. Overpowering cornerbacks on short passes. Just crisp routes. Speed. He's got it all. And... uh He's got the ability to, to, to play at the next level. I'm excited to see. Look, you still got five weeks to go. You want to see those first. But I'm excited to see what what he what looks he gets moving forward. Let's hear now from Steve Carlson. Steve, there's plenty to talk about kind of through the whole season. But I want to start with, with Saturday and that Brown game. And, you know, you guys knowing at some point during the week that, you know, John would be down and, and Kevin would be the starter. And, you know, maybe some people wondered how the offense would change. And, you know, maybe outside of getting, you know, rid of a couple of design quarterback runs, it didn't look like the offense actually changed at all. What sense did you get kind of from Kevin in, in pregame? And did you feel like, you know, this offense is just going to do what it does and, and, and that's the plan for the week? Yeah, um, I think Coach Gleason uh, especially made the point that, we weren't going to change much in the offense. Um, we were just going to keep doing our thing. And it was nice to see in Kevin uh, pregame and, and practice. Uh, he was really confident. He wasn't nervous. He wasn't worried about having his first start. Um, so that uh, confidence that he had um, and still confidence in the rest of the offense. And we knew that we weren't really going to miss a beat and we were still going to go out there and do what we had to do um, and continue to play at the level we've been playing. Um, and that's a credit to Kevin and his, uh, his mindset and then, uh, Coach Gleason and, and all the rest of the offensive guys. I really just <clears throat> put our, put our heads down and did our work and, uh, it turned out well on Saturday. It had to be nice though, kind of just see that first pass, um, you know, go for, for, you know, close to 40 yards and feel like, all right, we're, 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 we're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's a pass we've, even with uh, uh, early in camp and stuff with Kevin, we, we've thrown a, a, a lot. So um, it wasn't like a questionable, like, oh, is Kevin going to put this on the spot? You know, it was just um, just another throw to us. Um, as long as I would get open, I knew Kevin would put the ball there. Um, and then, I mean, I think that 
I think we knew before the game we were going to keep rolling, but uh, maybe that first play really set the tone and, and showed the rest of the guys in the offense that um, we're not going to stop this offense. You know, we're going to keep going. Um, and the first play helped us out with some confidence, um, and, then, and then we just kept everything up from there. You know, statistically, it doesn't actually look like a whole lot has changed from week one to week five. I mean, you were pretty dominant from the start. But kind of from your perspective, where have you seen growth in this offense, uh, you know, from preseason to right now, which is basically the midway point of the 2018 season? Uh, I think uh, we've seen a lot of growth in, in like, the the second-string guys, third-string guys, guys who um, are usually starting, but in practice every day they're going hard. Um, Like like some of the freshman guys, Dylan Classy at wideout, he's uh, really been making some plays and doing well at practice. And I think the guys who um, hadn't quite solidified their role um, at the beginning of the season are – now coming um, into to know their role and and they're doing everything at practice in the week that um, is helping us out uh, to win on Saturdays. So it's guys who aren't necessarily starting, aren't necessarily playing every game, that are keeping the energy up at practice um, and, and having the right mindset. Which just um, when you have guys from the top to the bottom that are, that have the right mindset and are doing the right thing, um, that just creates like such a good culture and uh, uh, makes us much more excited to play and, and confident on Saturdays. It's been such a fascinating run for you, kind of through the, the record book here. You were behind a couple of receivers who led Princeton to a, an Ivy title in, in 2016. And, you know, you were a bit of an unknown heading into 2017, even though, you know, Coach Serace and, and the offensive staff were praising your name and touting you as, as a key piece. But, through 15 games, you know, up to number three in the career touchdown catches rankings. Could you have even imagined this possibility for yourself? And when did you start to feel that you were a big part, not just a, a piece, but a big part of, of what this offense could be and, and, and would become? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I was a little, a little surprised um, with, with how far I've come. I was just talking to some other guys who were saying as a freshman there, they uh, thought I'd be like a pretty average receiver, and I wasn't even sure coming in as a freshman uh, what I'd be able to do. But, I mean, just the work that that um, I enjoy putting in and, and the coaches have helped me out uh, to get to where I am today, strength coaches, offensive staff, everybody. Um, <clears throat> so I guess I didn't necessarily see this coming in as a freshman, but um, I know that I've been working – I've been putting everything I have into every lift, every practice. Um, and so uh, now being here, I mean, it's not, not super surprising to me through through what I've done. But um, it's, I mean, it's just great to see uh, development in, in everybody, not just myself, from freshman year to junior or to senior year. It shows uh, it's a credit to the coaches and a credit to, to our staff who know how to <coughs> develop people, know, know what each person needs individually um, in order to get them to contribute to um, our team. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm happy with what we've done, but I'm not, like, satisfied with what I've done or what the team has done. So I know um, the stats 
really don't matter at all um, if we're not winning. So um, I'm just still doing everything I did freshman, sophomore, junior year in order to get us to win some games and, and carry on this winning streak till the end of the season. I knew you were a terrific basketball player in high school as well, led led Jamestown to a, to a state championship game. And, you know, you have those – it almost looks like a basketball player in those end zone passes where – Oh, whether it's John or, or Chad last year or Kevin last weekend, they just put the ball up and kind of let it be a, a, a one-on-one battle, and you, 6'4", 230, come down with those so often. What what goes into those plays, and how much do you enjoy knowing when those ones are called and, it, and it's just a, a mono-a-mono battle? Uh, yeah, those are, those are always enjoyable. I think it's a lot of trust between the quarterback and, and – just for nine innings, the receivers. Um, uh, we know, like we like our matchups with with any corners in the league, um, and we know if, if the ball is up there, we're gonna. Um, it's either gonna be your coach Rosenbaum always says we're either gonna get a touchdown or a pass interference call. Um, so that's kind of what we pride ourselves in: is going up and getting those fifty-fifty balls um, and having strong hands coming down with them because. Uh, those type of plays where it's just uh, could go either way. Um, when, when we start winning all those, it really changes the momentum of games, um, puts points on the board, um, and takes the will out of the, the other teams. When we're just constantly going up and getting balls that um, that maybe other receivers might not be able to get or, or drop. Um, <clears throat> so it's a lot of trust and it's a lot of confidence, and then um, and then it's just a lot of <clears throat> strength and, and jumping above. Obviously, the first five weeks couldn't have gone much better for you, but there's still five weeks to go. You know you have a gauntlet here in the schedule. Have you been pleased with the way the team has has remained focused and and humble? I know that's a big thing for for Coach Serrason. He's really praised the team over the last two weeks and its ability to just stay grounded. But what are you seeing in the locker room, you know, and why is this team continuing to build and not getting lost in, in you know, some really exciting numbers? Yeah, I think uh, upperclassmen and senior classes especially has seen a couple seasons where we start off really strong, uh, like 4-0 and uh, 5-0. Um, or, or whatever, um, and then end up being like five and five or six and four. Um, and we've been through those seasons. We know what it feels like to to start strong and then everything uh, be let go and, and kind of lose the grip on the season. So we've uh, we've been conscious of that. We we knew coming into the season that we wanted to win Ivy League. We wanted to uh, try to go undefeated, and so. Um, we know just being 5-0 and isn't the end goal. We still have half a season to go, and um, we know we're going to have to work harder than we've, than we've uh, worked before <laughs> to keep up this winning streak. And so <laughs> we're not getting complacent. We're not feeling like we're the best team ever because we know we're not, and we know we have so much more work to do. Uh, because just because we're 5-0 and doesn't mean we're automatically going to win the next five games. You know, you still have to put in the work and start to practice hard, um, and that's what's going to win you games, not the fact that people think you're good. Thank you for listening to this original 11 podcast. As a reminder, Saturday's game is a noon start at Harvard Stadium. You can watch it on ESPN+. 
or you can listen to both Cody Cruchel and myself call the game on TuneIn or on 103.3 FM. Uh, follow PU Tiger Football and PU Tigers all week for updates on this big game and then obviously as we go for the rest of the season. Again, thank you for listening to The Original 11. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.